Hello everyone, welcome to Cinema's Soft Underbelly. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver, and if you're listening, then you should know. This show is all about horror, science fiction, fantasy, gems in the rough. That's what I'm here to bring you, and today I have another slew of crazy stuff. Of course, um, I've been actually, uh, be, I've been able to hit the theater here recently, and uh, I've watched a couple of movies in the theater, which has kind of cut back a little bit on my other movie watching. Uh, having said that, I'm always able to uh, to squeeze a few gems in to my uh, my routine, my evening routine. And um, first up, I wanted to talk briefly about um, uh, full moon movies. I've watched several of these, and uh, the first one that I watched was. 1999's Retro Puppet Master. Now, the reason that I was... The reason I decided to watch this was because it's on Blu-ray now. And yes, I bought the Blu-ray. For some reason, the Puppet Master series... uh, I've I've enjoyed these movies ever since they first came out way back in the uh, late 80s, I believe. Uh, I actually have kind of been following this series... Uh, since they were released. Now, I haven't watched the most recent ones from Full Moon because, frankly, they've gotten pretty awful uh, reviews, and supposedly they're nothing like the the older ones. Uh, this one here, Retro Puppet Master, was directed by uh, David Decodier, and um, who he's made a ton of stuff, most of which, I will admit, uh, I quite enjoy. He uh, he's made uh, in fact going on his IMDb he's had he has 131 credits to his name and some of his newer stuff I am not familiar with but uh, he's got a ton of older stuff that I've seen that I quite enjoy uh, Puppet Master three which in my opinion is probably the best of all of the Puppet Masters. Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball, Bolarama, Creepazoids, uh, Dream Maniac, uh, American Rampage, Nightmare Sisters, Lady Avenger. Um, the list goes on and on. Naked Instinct. There you go. So anyway, the guy's got a ton of stuff out, and bravo to you, sir, for making so many movies in your lifetime. Um, and the guy is. He's not that old. Um, From the looks of it, he would be probably 54, maybe. So that's quite impressive. Retro Puppet Master came out in 1999, and this is actually part, let me get this right, part seven in the series. The, um, it kind of, to me, it felt like the first three made a really good trilogy, and then four and five were shot uh, back to back. And, um, and those play well together, uh, I think. And then, uh, this one here is kind of its, uh, I guess kind of its own thing. Um, it, this one here, I'll just quickly go through the, uh, synopsis and there's going to be some minor, minor spoilers here too. Uh, in, uh, 1892, 
Um, there's a 3,000-year-old Egyptian sorcerer that has stolen one of the gods' secrets of life, uh, which is instilling the souls of the dying into inanimate things. Um, there's three mummified uh, high priests led by uh, the villainous first servant. And uh, basically, go and get, the, get this sorcerer and uh, his secret. Um, and from there, we go to 19th century Paris. There's a young puppeteer named Andre Toulon. And uh, Toulon runs a uh, theater. And he meets up with this sorcerer, and um, there's also this uh, ambassador's daughter, Ilsa, and one thing leads to another. Uh, Toulon's crew is killed, yet he finds out the secret of resurrecting the dead, which is turning... I guess taking liquid from the dead and in, and injecting it into um, his puppets, and boom! Now his puppets are his friends and also killers, and of course they all look like old school versions of what we've come to know from future puppet master movies, like the the um oh what are they? I there's the drill guy and the. You know them. If you watch the movie, you'll, you'll recognize them. But they're like older-looking ones. Now, this movie uh, on Blu-ray looks quite good, which I am very impressed with Full Moon for being a lower... I'm not sure if I want to say lower tier, but just uh, a lower-budget company that produces their own movies and then releases their own Blu-rays. Uh, th- their Puppet Master series looks quite good. I would dare say that uh, Puppet Master 2 is one of the best-looking, low-budget horror Blu-ray releases I've seen in since the format's uh, introduction back in 2006 or seven. It looks fantastic. And this one here looks really, really good, too. This movie here, though, uh, you can tell that the cheapness is showing much more so than the other five. I'm going to get to part six here in a second. But the other ones had a bit more polish and a bit more money. And here, some of the uh, effects, especially the... We jump back and forth like to an older uh, Andre Toulon, who is played by uh, Guy Rolf. And when we go to the older version of him, he's talking to his puppets and kind of, I guess, reminiscing about his past, uh, the effects for the puppets that we see are quite obviously taken from uh, another entry in the series because, at least on the Blu-ray, the quality dipped immediately whenever one of the uh, puppets would pop on screen. Also, there's now some CGI that's being incorporated into the movie, and it doesn't quite work that good. Uh... And one of the film's biggest um, downfalls is this is PG-13 rated stuff. And not only is it PG-13 rated, it feels very much like, um, oh, what's, what would I, how, how would I say this? Like, it's barely even a horror movie at this point. Now it's almost like maybe a, they made it as a way to introduce young people to horror movies or, you know, it's, it's 
kind of horror, a little tiny bit, right? No, no, not really. Um, it's still enjoyable for what it is. Clocks in at an hour and 20 minutes. And of course, you've got your opening credits and your end credits. You take those out and you've got an hour and 15 long minute movie. So it's, they waste no time, although the movie is extremely padded. This is strictly for completists and fans of the series. It's not awful. I am such a fan of this series that I was able to enjoy it for what it was. Uh, but the PG-13 rating really, really drops down the, the I don't want to say the quality level, uh, or the entertainment value, I guess, just drops because of, uh, because of that. Basically, the killing that we see in the movie is now done by uh, brainwaves from the villains, or there's this CGI brainwave type thing. And then when the the puppets try to get their revenge, it's 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 a bloodless affair. Too bad, uh, especially coming from, you know, all the way back to the first one, the unrated version of the first one is uh, pretty graphic. Uh, so it's a disappointment. However, it's still enjoyable, and the Blu-ray looks pretty good. So... I would suggest if you uh, are fans, big fans of especially the first three, but the series in general, you could do much worse than uh, Retro Puppet Master. Now, part six, I actually uh, have not seen yet. I've watched parts uh, one, two, three, four, five, and now uh, part seven. So I have not seen part six. Having said that, uh, part six, um, dear God, there's so many of these movies, it's incredible. Uh, part six is Curse of the Puppet Master from 1998, and David Decodier directed this one too. There you go. Uh, I, I can't really comment on it because I haven't seen it. From what I hear, it's uh, really bad, but you know what? I've liked what I've seen so far from these older ones, so I want to give that one a chance, especially because it is still rated R. One of them, from what I hear, is a compilation of a lot. Like, uh, there's, it's made up of a lot of uh, of other Puppet Master movies, like clips from them. Part five does that as well. There's lots of scenes from part four in it, uh, but it I didn't uh, mind it as much. It might be Puppet Master: The Legacy that is the one where there is a lot of um, previous scenes. Uh, that one was actually directed by Charles Band. So uh, there you go. And if you listen to Cinema Soft Underbelly, you should know who Charles Band is. So anyway, that's um, that's the Puppet Master movie. Check it out if you're if you're if you absolutely must. Then there you go. Next up from Full Moon, we have Demonic Toys from 1992, and there is a very big uptick in quality going from that Retro Puppet Master from 1999. To uh, Demonic Toys in 1992. Uh, this was a little bit closer to back in their heyday, where they had bigger budgets. I believe that Paramount, you know, I not Paramount was uh, behind them on some of these movies, so the budgets were bigger, and we still had, you know, video was still quite prevalent. The early 90s were not the greatest for uh, at least theatrical horror, but video horror. This is back in my days of working at a VHS store. Uh, these movies, especially Full Moon, they were chalking out. They were checking out movies all the time. 
And this was one of them. And I remember when this thing was announced, I'm like, oh, my Lord. With a title like that, how can you go wrong? And I was, uh, I was quite impressed with this movie when it came out. It's, uh, it, held, or it was good back then, and it still holds up now. Here's what's interesting. David Goyer is credited as a writer of the screenplay, and David Goyer uh, is also credited as uh, part of the writing crew for uh, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Man of Steel, blah, blah, blah. There you go. He also directed uh, The Unborn, which I, uh, I enjoyed for what it was. Um, he also did Blade Trinity, not so much. So there you go. Um, anyway, Demonic Toys is uh, about a uh, pregnant policewoman and her uh, police boyfriend guy, and they're at a warehouse and they're trying to make this deal uh, and, and nab a bad guy and. Uh, shots are fired and one thing leads to another and uh, the policeman is killed. So our policewoman um, who is uh, played by Tracy Scoggins um, and I've seen her in other movies. I know I have, Uh, maybe it's Babylon five. Anyway. um, So the chase is on inside this warehouse and there's this, Oh wow. This plot is crazy. There's this, uh, little demonic boy that wants to be reborn and Hey, here's a pregnant police woman. Yay. Perfect timing. So, uh, he is, he makes so that some of the toys in this factory warehouse thing come to life. And, uh, kill off the people in the building. So there's there. We've got our bad guys. We've got our bumbling, uh, security guard and a chick, a fast food chicken delivery guy who turns out to be the quote unquote hero of the movie. Kind of, he's something. All right. Um, yeah. So, um, it's gory. It has, uh, gratuitous nudity, which is, it's actually, quite funny when the nudity pops up in the movie. You're like, wow, this is, this is, uh, quite gratuitous, but okay, I'm on board. So the, 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 the demonic toys, there's a, uh, teddy bear, a Jack in the box, a little baby and a robot. And they all are so cool in a, in the absolute most cheesiest of ways possible. Um, special effects are good because they are using practical effects the puppet type stuff going on here is not as good as what you would see in uh, one of the first few puppet masters movies, but it is still good. And, uh, I must say, I do like the, uh, the story is in a very direct to video sort of way. It's pretty good. The kid in the movie, I'm pretty sure he was in, uh, children of the corn part three. He was the main bad guy kid in children of the corn part three and he does fine. He's a despicable little runt in the movie and he's got glowing, glowing eyes and there's a demon scene with him and eh, it works, whatever. But, uh, the Blu-ray looks fine for a very low budget movie. It, uh, as with so many other full moon movies, it's a short runtime 
and uh, it's it's enjoyable for a movie from back in the day. So uh, I, if you're interested in these types of movies, check it out. I would definitely invest the money in this one way over Retro Puppet Master. And now last but not – well, actually last but very least is um, this movie. Uh, and the the only reason – the only reason I watched this movie – was because it was sent to me free when I ordered that Retro Puppet Master. They sent me the DVD of this. Brand new DVD, but it's full frame, and I'm guessing it's worth all of a dollar. Invisible, The Chronicles of Benjamin Knight from 1993. Directed by Jack Erzgard. Um you could make jokes about that. When a lab experiment goes wrong, Benjamin Knight is left invisible while his scientist friends try to find a formula that will restore his visibility to last the rest of his life. At least that's what IMDb says. Uh, I watched this uh, yesterday, and I remember almost nothing about it because it was awful. Hour and 20 long minutes of people yelling at each other in the beautiful country of Romania from what it looks like. Um, This is, I believe, part two of a maybe, I don't know. Oh, yes. Uh, it's a sequel to Manbor or Mandroid. Uh, a sequel, you see. So there's bad guys, and they're after something. And uh, there's a guy in a wheelchair and an invisible guy, um, and a lady that gets naked and has sex. Uh, well, what else happens? Um, and then there's extras that. Uh, are dirty and grungy and are the bad guys chasing after these guys because something, um, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. And, um, then the bad guys are killed and we live happily ever after, I guess, kind of, it, it was, it was awful, awful. Come on, full moon. Uh, I guess that's the reason why I've never heard of the movie is it was so bad. Um, but having said that it does have a couple sex scenes and, um, there's a couple of very minor gore scenes. So immediately this is elevated from the garbage that you will find on Netflix right now uh, that is uh, shot on video junk. This was – I guess it was shot on – it was at least shot on film. There was some semblance of a budget, although what the budget was, I'm not sure. I'm not going to look it up because I don't really care. Um, but hey, if you're interested, Mandroid 2 from Romania. There you go. Check it out or not. Um, OK. So – a bit of a shorter episode, um, just like the runtimes of my movies that I've been watching this week. Uh, it's lean and mean and uh, mildly entertaining, I guess. Um, so anyway, hey, you can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions, comments, movies I should check out. If there's some other full moon movies that I should watch that I, uh, that I maybe haven't watched, send them my way. Uh, just let me know, hey, check this movie out. You should. Uh, it's not that good, but you might like it. Or, hey, it's a gem in the rough. Uh, you can get a hold of me on Facebook as well, by the way. Uh, just find me on uh, Cinema Soft Underbelly. Um, I have watched quite a bit of full moon movies from back in the day, but uh, as with this Invisible movie, there are still ones that have eluded me, um, I guess for good reason, some of them. So anyway, you can also find me on Movie Freaks, uh, the other podcast that I co-host with Eric Marner, and we've got a great episode in store coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. You can find us on iTunes 
and the Facebook as well. So that's going to wrap up my show for today. Stay tuned for more horror goodness because (laughs) um, Full Moon did a big Memorial Day weekend sale on their website. So I actually have another three Blu-rays headed my way from Full Moon. It was half price, so they were uh, $10.99 each, I think, something like that. Uh, So, hey, $35 for three uh, Full Moon Blu-rays. That's a deal, right? Find out on the next episode. Thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Eugene Weaver. Bye-bye.